0: time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Thursday, January 28th. Yesterday, gold declined about $3 from Tuesday after managing to bounce sharply from an unexpected $13 price plunge when the NYSC opened. There was not any particular news or events that would have fundamentally caused the sudden drop in price, though the Mining Stock Journal noted that the gold price is particularly volatile ahead of the release of FOMC's policy meeting statement. Silver shadowed gold's volatility and weathered another effort to push it below its 50-day moving average. Though the charts for gold and silver continue to look bullish, the Mining Stock Journal is still concerned that a potential accident in the stock market will take the precious metals complex at least temporarily lower. The Amex Gold Bug Index was decimated by 4.5% yesterday. The Mining Stock Newsletter commented that the mining stocks typically sell off sharply in advance of a general stock market drawdown as hedge funds look to unload risk assets. On another note, the Bank of Nova Scotia paid over $127 million in fines to settle criminal investigations into a price manipulation scheme in silver and gold. The Mining Stock Journal commented that this is yet another big bullion bank settlement for price manipulation allegations in the precious metals. It added, rightly, that it's the cost of doing business, apparently. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor.
0: This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper & Gold. Western Copper & Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com.
1: And here's what you need to know this morning. Aurelius Minerals shared new assay results from the first three holes at its Aureus West Gold project located in Nova Scotia. Holes are from Pad 1, the furthest west of the three pads utilized in the 2020 drilling program. All holes intersected significant gold mineralization, and new gold horizons were identified to a depth of 500 meters below surface, well below the current resource depth of approximately 150 meters. Results included 2.5 meters grading 13.2 grams per tonne gold, including a half a meter grading 46.4 grams per tonne gold, and 19 meters grading 1.3 grams per tonne gold, which also included 0.4 meters of 59.8 grams per tonne gold. Depth extent of gold mineralization extended below previous drilling to three times the existing resource depth and remains open. Aurelius trades on the TSX Venture with AUL and on the OTC with AURQF. Elemental Royalties noted the recent announcement from Austral Gold that in the course of a successful delineation program at its Amankaya mine, it has discovered a new mineralized zone. Elemental holds a 2.25% net smelter royalty at Kaya, which is expected to produce in excess of 50,000 gold equivalent ounces this year. Additionally, Capricorn Metals release their December quarterly activities report confirming that development of the Carla Winda gold project is proceeding as planned with first gold production expected in June of this year. Elemental has entered into a binding agreement to acquire a 2% NSR royalty on Carla Winda from South 32 Limited. Elemental Royalties trades on the TSX Venture with ELE and on the OTCQX with ELEMF. Rockridge Resources announced they have completed just under 3,000 meters of diamond drilling at its 100% owned Rainy Gold project located in southwest of Timmins, Ontario. A total of 11 drill holes were completed to evaluate the down plunge and strike extent of the Rainy Gold zone assays have been received for nine of the 11 holes with gold mineralization intersected in all but two of them results included 2.5 grams per ton gold over 13 meters furthermore exploratory drill hole 18 was a significant step out hole along strike 250 meters to the west of the main zone and returned 1.36 grams per ton gold over nine meters Rockridge trades on the TSX Venture with ROCK, and on the OTCQB with RRRLF. Tinker Resources provided results from seven drill holes from their ongoing resource expansion and infill drill program at the Ayawilca project in Peru. Hole 177 intersected high-grade vein-style zinc-silver lead mineralization outside of the zinc resource at about 100 meters depth. The result was 19.2 meters of 15.6% zinc and 154 grams per ton silver, and included 7.8 meters of 31.3% zinc and 225 grams per ton silver. TK trades on the TSX Venture with TK and on the OTC with TKRFF. Now let's quickly turn it over to Kai Hoffman for this week's Oran
0: Inc. weekly update. Hello and welcome back to another update of the Oran Inc. index. My name is Kai Hoffman. I'm the CEO of Oran Inc. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. The Oran Inc. index for the week ending January 22nd shot up to 104.3 points. That's up from still very high 70.38 points a week ago as financing skyrocketed. And in total, we've raised over 200 or open financings for $281 million. That's a 23 week high that included 14 new broker financings and 13 new bought deal financings as part of that. And also, but a thing that makes me personally quite happy is the average offer size increase to $7 million. That's a 123 week high and the number of financings also increased to 40. Major financing openings this week included was Cisco Mining raising $64 million on a flow-through basis if I'm not mistaken. That's a bought deal led by Canaccord. Great Bear Resources raising or opening a $37.2 million, subsequently upsizing their financing to over $70 million. Neolithium opening a $30.2 million offering led by uh, Stifle GMP on a bought deal basis. Millennial Lithium opening a $25 million offering also, on a bought deal basis, that is led by Cantor Fitzgerald. So, a lot of activity and uh, a bit surprising or showing the interest in the sector now. Lithium companies, out of the four deals I've mentioned, two are lithium companies. That shows quite a bit of interest in the space and something we will be taking a closer look at over the coming weeks. Financing closings last week included Bear Creek Mining closing a $34.5 million offering. That was a bought deal led by Stifle GMP. Victory Metals closing an $18.04 million offering. Nouveau Monde Graphite, another battery company, closing a $17.25 million offering. And New Legacy Gold closing a $12.5 million offering on a best efforts basis. To get the latest updates and latest results in the sector, please follow us on oraninc.com. Sign up to our newsletter. Follow us on Twitter at Oran Or follow us at Soar Financial for the latest interviews and updates in the sector. Really appreciate you joining us. I'll hear and see you again next week.
1: Montage Gold reported results on an updated inferred mineral resource estimate for the Kone deposit at the Morando Gold Project in Cote d'Ivoire. The report shows an inferred mineral resource estimate comprising of 123 million tons, grading 0.8 grams per ton for 3.16 million ounces of gold at a 0.4 cutoff grade. It also includes a higher grade component of 57.5 million tons, grading 1.1 grams per ton for just over 2 million ounces of gold at a 0.7 grams per ton cutoff grade. Kone remains open along strike and at depth. Montage Gold trades on the TSX Venture with MAU. And Grid Middle says their first step-out hole from the original discovery hole at the East Bowl Lake Palladium property intercepted both significant widths of palladium-dominant disseminated sulfide mineralization and a 4-meter section of nickel-rich semi-massive sulfide and magnetite, which included 2 meters averaging 1.51% nickel, 1.14% copper, 1.55 grams per ton palladium, 0.38 grams per ton platinum, and 0.22 0.22 grams per ton gold. The company resumed drilling on the property on January 21st, and it is expected to initially complete up to 4,000 meters of drilling over the next two to three months. Grid Metals trades on the TSX Venture with GRDM. That's it from us here on Mining Stock Daily. We got a lot of commentary to share later today, so stay tuned. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.